The Toyota MR2 sports car. Lexus, the result of our relentless pursuit of perfection. Oh, what a feeling. Toyota. Toyota. Let's go places. Everybody, this is Tyler, and this is Toyota Untold. Welcome to part three of this four-part series where we do a deep dive on the amazing next-gen Tundra. You might remember that we spoke to Kevin Cavanaugh a few weeks ago. He's the man behind Tundras to Sedona, an off-road annual event that's all about Tundras, and it's actually coming up here in 2022 in April. We paired him up with Alan Pierce, another former guest of the podcast, to see how they felt about the new Tundra and how it stacks up on a performance basis. Our discussion pertains to the TRD Pro, which is available in spring of 2022. Features discussed maybe options and or require a subscription. All right, let's get into it. So both of you are here in San Antonio, Texas, or right now we're about an hour outside San Antonio, uh, and we're sitting in a 2022 Tundra. We're in the iForce Max Platinum. Long bed. Dare I say, what do you guys think of this truck as Toyota, Toyota enthusiasts and also Tundra enthusiasts? Well, just as a fan of nice things, I really dig it. It's uh, got a lot of the parts that I would be looking for for a starting point. And uh, that really didn't start until the, yesterday when we were talking about the kind of details. And I was like, oh, I might want something different than I originally planned. And this was actually not in that scope because I didn't know what the options were for the different vehicles. But uh, this has, uh, you, Kevin was saying, it ha- you, we have access to the off- TRD off-road package. Yeah, yeah, you can get the TRD off-road um, package on it. It's got the nice new media system, which is kind of epic when you see it up close in front of you. And it's uh, using stuff like Google that, that's really easy to work with and Apple CarPlay. Uh, the long bed, which I'm very attracted to because I don't necessarily need a 2500 truck, but I'd like to have that, that space and size of mm-hmm. one because I don't really tow. And uh, and then just this iForce Max engine that that we've been looking at and how it works and I'm I'm intrigued and when I pushed down the skinny pedal it it moved and made me make a <laughs> make a uncomfortable noise yeah. yeah it definitely moved uh, yeah so you guys had seen it obviously in pictures and stuff like that but is it different being in person with it and then getting to drive it no comparison yeah, yeah but the spy shots. They whoever the people who do spy shots need to take better pictures. Like, I, please go to, to photography school. Like, go go to learn. Go look on Instagram. <laughs> learn how to take pictures because it it hasn't been photographing well with spy shots. But then you see it, and the stuff I thought was going to be kind of um, trouble. You know, like that I had like trouble looking at it. And I was like, oh, I don't know about that tailgate line right. and stuff. When you see it, it's all part of the truck, and it doesn't stick out. So I don't know yeah. if they purposely took an awkward angle or or. Yeah, it was it was kind of strange how much better at looking it is than I than I previously thought it was going to when I saw it up close. Yeah, yeah. And the interior, like I came here 
fully intent on not giving a crap about the interior. I was like, the interior is going to be nice. There's going to be a lot of people that are super interested in the interior and they're going to want to pick it apart and figure it all out. And I was like, okay, I'm, that's not my space. I'm, that's not what I'm interested in. I'm interested in uh, off-road capability. And then I sat inside and I started playing with it. And so like on the way up to the event, Alan was driving and I was riding passenger and I just started hitting buttons. Like I, I was just sort of dorked out on the screen yeah. and like the knobs over here. I was playing with, I was putting, oh, even, I actually even, like, the, even the, <laughs> even the rear view mirror, the rear view like, mirror oh, has, it, buttons. It has like six buttons on the rear well, view I mirror. I love when you pull it and it shows you the whole thing. Wait, what? What? <laughs> no way. That was crazy. What? Okay. That so you can a, drive oh, with it like that, that the whole way shocking. and see behind you like the whole way. That's there, crazy. There, there, are some si- there are some sizable headrests in the rear, so that would block a lot of your rear vision. But then you pull it back and all of a sudden you can see it there's switches a camera, it to the apparently camera on the top of the truck or something looking past everything. Yeah. That's like a cool Easter egg. Ad. Wow. No idea. Yeah, we didn't find that. We did not Ha-ha! find that one. Live on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you're listening, what you've got there is a rear view mirror that is just a normal rear view mirror until you pull the little lever on the back what? that you would normally do at night and it turns into a camera or rather it turns into a screen for a camera that's up on the back. That's the facing cab, back. Facing yeah. backwards. That's super cool. Yeah, that was pretty rad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what other yeah. Easter eggs can we find? I mean, this truck is literally loaded with um, buttons and knobs and things, and it's just been fun to and, dork around and, and play with. And for people like me that aren't, that don't, that tow maybe twice a year, you know, a dump trailer and maybe driving my brother-in-law's um, boat around, they have a trailer like a towing feature that you can back up. It will back up the trailer uh, with no hands, like straight. You point the trailer the way you want it to go, even if your truck's all all uh, uh, cattywampus, and it will straighten out your truck in the line of the trailer and back it up. So, uh, you know, I can go to the, like the, the dock now, or the whatever, the, yeah. what is it, the boat ramp? The boat ramp. Yeah, yeah. I just lost like blue collar points. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I was going to say Wabberjod when you went yeah, cattywampus. Yeah, okay, thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Kevin, you brought a whole tape measure to this event. You you asked me very. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. But you brought a whole tape measure. What are you measuring and why? I did. In fact, I brought two tape measures in case I lost one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Naturally, because uh, two is one and one is none. Yeah. He's not uh, wrong. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm distinctly interested in the aftermarket possibilities uh, with this truck. So, like I said, on its own, it does a lot. It's it's fully capable of tons of stuff, right? You got the call, crawl control, MTS, you've got electronic rear locker now, you've got like adaptive uh, suspension acronym that I should remember and I yep. can't. That um, one too. But like- the, ABS so the, or something. Yeah. Fix it in post. Fix it in post. So <laughs> the, the truck has just tons of capability um, from the factory, but um, I am not one to ever really be satisfied with from the factory. That's been a problem of mine since- Forever, so I've been. Well, that's part of the community too, right? Yeah, exactly. Like that's the fun of it. Like I've been customizing cars since I can remember, and that's what all my friends do. Like literally everybody. I don't know a single person that owns a a stock Tundra, and that's just because everybody wants to express their own personality and also use it the way they want to use it. Like our current Tundra, I probably shouldn't say this. We can do 120 miles an hour through the desert in the dirt, and then go climb some rocks. And then go sleep somewhere because there's a tent on the back of it and mm-hmm. a fridge and all that stuff. And so running water. And running water, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just, that's 
what we enjoy. And in order to do that, that means we're going to have to do more stuff to the factory 2022. So I've got my tape measure. I'm looking at wheel clearances. I'm looking at, you know, small overlap brackets that are attached to the frame horn for the cab mount to see how we can clear. Like our truck has uh, 37s, but we don't run a big lift. Uh, Please people recognize you can put on tires without a lift. Lift and big tires don't actually have anything to do with each other. You just have to cut some metal out of the way. So public service announcement complete. Um, Yeah, I'm looking at like inner fender in the front. How close is the sway bar? What's the offset of the wheels? Um, How much room is there uh, from the back of the front fender to the tire, from the back of the front fender to the back of the tire, uh, you know, up and down, left and right. We're going to get out here in a minute and I'm going to ask Alan to like turn the wheel side to side so I can see what those clearances are and stuff like that uh, and then do the same in the back. And I've got the GoPro and I've been slapping it under the bottom of the truck when we've been going on the off-road course, which has been so much fun. Uh, Yeah, just capturing like, what does the suspension do? How does it move? How much room is there to make it move more? Uh, And that kind of stuff. Big surprise at your Tundras to Sedona event. Alan is going to drive a TRD Pro iForce Max to the event. Yes. How excited do you think people are going to be? Maybe not as excited as... I am. Uh, <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. So I my my truck is at Rockstar right now. We're working on it for SEMA, and so I don't have a truck. I have a motorcycle, and I ha- I can steal my wife and kids. You got a Prius? Cars? Yeah. If, <laughs> do we have to <laughs> fix that in post? Yeah. So um, so uh, I'm only I only wear leather jackets and ride motorcycles mm-hmm. when I'm not driving my Tundra. Or so, the Prius. Or, <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, it's vegan leather. So, um, yeah. So we, we uh, yeah, I just found that out. So I'm kind of like still kind of beside myself. I got to work out details, but this is amazing. Like I'm going to, and, and the cool part is, I, yeah, I assume we're releasing this after that, is because uh, I'm going to be surprising Everyone, like Kevin and I are going to be surprising everyone with the, right, with, the right. with the new Tundra. Yeah, we're not making any announcements <laughs> yeah. about the 22 being at Tundra's to Sedona. I think so. I'm trying to figure out that, you know, like, oh, maybe I'll do post, but I got to figure out how to like post where it doesn't, where I don't, you know, I'm not saying where I am at or I'll say like somewhere else completely different and just kind of like, just, yeah. Just, pull in a camp. Yeah, and, just, and then pull into <laughs> camp like on Friday night. Oh, and man. I think that'll just be epic. Yeah, I already can't wait. What do you think the reaction is going to be? Uh, a lot of dropped jaws. I don't think that the pictures have done it justice. Even the cool pictures, you know, that Toyota has released directly. Something is missing in a flat photograph that you can't pick up, uh, that you pick up in person. Yeah, mm-hmm. that the designers like put into this. You can see what they were trying to do. And and uh, yeah, you're not just picking it apart like little details. You're seeing it as, as the one piece it was meant to be looked at as. It's just a, It's just impressive. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of folks like me whose first instinct is to dive under the front of the truck and see what's going on and then dive under the rear of the truck and see what's going on. And there's going to be like the other half of the people are going to be pulling open the doors to climb inside and get all around and get playing with the gadgets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Popping the hood and checking out that engine. Dude, it was so cool that there's that rolling yeah. chassis. I know we haven't even <laughs> opened up the engine on the hoods on these trucks because they have a rolling chassis with everything already just out there. <laughs> yeah, we've just yep. been dorking out on that yeah, thing. Yeah, I've spent more time around the rolling chassis than I have around the trucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So at these events, we obviously pull out all the stops to make sure that everyone knows everything about the vehicle. And we have engineers here and marketing people and uh, product planning and uh, strategy. And so you guys got to ask them all the questions. Like, is there anything that shocked you during when you get to talk to these people? You get to nerd out with your fellow Toyota people? Yes. Hmm. Boost pressure. Yeah. It's like 20. Yeah. Boost pressure is 20. For, and then, for the layman out there, what does that mean to you? How much the turbo is like putting into the engine, correct? Maybe yeah. Saying yeah, that correctly? Exactly. It's like the turbo is a little compressor that spools up air and forces it inside the engine. And that's measured in PSI. And typically, historically in the past, you know, uh, uh, most factory turbos are running six, seven, eight, maybe PSI or whatever, mm-hmm. trying to be conservative and, and so forth. Uh, and then Alan asked Jay, uh, how much boost is this putting out? And he goes, oh, hold on, let me look. I got to double check it real quick, but I think uh, it's uh, 20 PSI. Yeah, and both of us were like, what? Are you, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? You're, you are Josh. Like, you are pulling my leg. There's no way this thing is making 20 pounds of boost. And yeah. Um, Alan, as a Toyota like enthusiast, almost lifelong, right? You know, yeah. and Tundra well, owner. I wouldn't say lifelong, yeah. <laughs> I mean, close to, right? Yeah. Um, and like Tundra, current Tundra owner, like, what are you going to tell people who come to you? Because a lot of people come to you and they know you and they say, hey, you know, what do you know about the new Tundra? Like, what are you going to tell them? Right now, I can't tell them much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure After out how not deadline. to say things. Yeah. Because of this deadline, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him how it felt to drive it, really, and like, and and it was so nice having Kevin here because he's so more technically, he's more technically proficient, um, with like uh, things like suspension and stuff. Like, I know it doesn't look like it, but I'm more of a rookie in this um off road world because I've more used my off road vehicles to get off road to do other things like hike and and camp and uh and uh mountain bike. And do all these go go you know paddleboarding like mm-hmm. so it wasn't until the last like three or four years I was just getting into that before you know I had to switch up to the new Tundra that you guys gave me uh, where I was actually concentrating more on doing getting little little more off road and like the and the and the ins and outs of that be it safety and like approach how how do you how to approach it safely and and with your crew you know because there's always breaks and people getting stuck and like Kevin and I were discussing, those were actually the fun trips. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if that doesn't happen, you don't really talk about it that much. <laughs> right. It's always when stuff goes wrong that you have the most fun. Yeah. And I, I, I and my, my kid learned that with us. We went on some snow trips with the Hella Trails crew. And, uh, and we got, everyone got stuck over and over and over again. And like, I thought she was going to, you know, she's a teenager. I thought she was going to hate it. And she loved it. She like saw us get through all of these problems. Over and over and over again, to the point where even at the end of it, I ha- you know I had issues with my getting out of low four. We uh, met up with the crew and were able to like diagnose and solve the problem of this uh, you know fuse going out, like uh, blown because of whatever. <laughs> and but it but it was fixed and we and we fixed it. And she got to see from start to finish, like when there's a problem, and you know all the way through to solution, and like all of us working together to do it. So. It gives you that opportunity. And like, even as a parent, it was kind of a really cool opportunity to show her like, that, yeah, when there's problems, we fix them. That, that's just what you do. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, the OG Pandra was featured in the marketing commercial that launched this vehicle, right? And your wow. likeness, right? Quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that like? What did that mean to you? 
Um, I think I was explaining to someone uh, the this has heads up display too. <laughs> like, oh, cool. Um, I, I was explaining if there was a word cloud of all the people writing me, mm-hmm. uh, it would just be like one big word in the middle chills. Like everyone, like sometimes some people just wrote me that word. Like <laughs> they saw it and chills. Oh wow! And my own thing, it was intense. I knew it was going to happen. We I talked to the team that was uh that was planning it out. So I knew what it was going to be and, and the general idea of what it was going to be. But even seeing it uh, like f- like almost like seeing yourself from the outside and sweeping into the vehicle and actually seeing the, the, the way they caught the colors and the tones of the fire. It's all just so quick. But for me, it was just like, whoa, I was like, you know, you're right back in there. Mm-hmm. All that was missing was the music that was playing in the car, like uh, Kevin mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was this, this little taste of intense intensity that um, they captured like so well in like seconds. Yeah. Uh, so kudos to them for doing that, but also just to be included with these, uh, what they're calling the invincibles born from invincible was the name yeah. of the spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Marty McFly truck was my inspiration for ever wanting a Toyota pickup. Cause I've always wanted an FJ 60, which I have. Um, but I've always wanted a Toyota pickup since the end of back to the future Two, when Biff's, uh, waxing is black SR five <laughs> pickup. And uh, so the the my Tacoma, my 2001 Tacoma was like the the beginning of that. But I never really got that to where I was going. And then the Tundra was always going to be the the OG Pandra was always going to be that that finally I'm going to build my version of the McFly truck. You know, not necessarily in looks, but like in in my the feelings I got when I saw his Marty McFly. You know, get you know, open that garage and see that truck. Yeah. All right, so. I think we can all agree, right? The 2022 Tundra is pretty cool. Much better in person than the pictures have done it justice, right? Got to see it. Go to a dealer. Look yeah. at it. Make Drive up it. your mind. Don't Drive it, yeah. Don't, don't fall and, for that V8 versus V6 garbage. Like, and drive both of them because the V6 by itself without the hybrid is Dude, pretty, Seriously. It gets it. That was the first one we drove and uh, we're cruising down the road and Alan's driving and I'm dorking with buttons and I put it in a sport mode and he didn't know it. He's like, oh, like, downshifted. Oh, oh, man, man, we're really going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, just go go look at it. Give it a drive. Amazing. Well, thank you for being on Toyota Untold. If you want to follow Alan and his story, his Instagram handle is at the underscore Pandra. And then, Kevin, how do people follow you and Tundras to Sedona? Uh, So it's Tundras to Sedona on Instagram or tundrasdesedona.com. And I am on uh, Instagram at underscore, underscore, Kevin K, underscore, underscore, because no cool names were actually left. (laughs) (laughs) That happens to the best of us. And I just to clarify, it is Tundra's and then the word to, T-O, not the number. That's correct. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks. All right, you know what? Let's make it a party. Checking in for some added insight are Austin Evans and Ken Bolito from Overclock Media. They are Toyota's very own tech influencers, and you can find Austin on YouTube at Austin Not Duncan. This is such a nice truck. Yeah? So I guess we're recording inside of a 2022 Tundra right now. I know. It's super exciting. Listen, you have been a partner of ours for a long time. We love bringing you on these first rides. You've done Supra now. 
And then oh, can you, you yeah. I ended, up, I ended up buying one from one of the other events. <laughs> <laughs> you just couldn't help yourself, right? No, I mean, no, it's it's one of those things where you keep having us try these cool vehicles and it's like we almost kind of want them. I know. You're like, wow. I mean, the 400 didn't just magically appear in my garage. Like I definitely drove. And I was like, Tyler, I need it. I need it in my life. <laughs> and you got it. I got it. You want it. You got I'm it. 40,000 right. miles in. I'm happy. That's awesome. Ooh. And so here we are in the 2022 Tundra. This has been a highly anticipated vehicle for Toyota. And I know uh, you guys have had some knowledge of it because of a very heavy NDA we have with you. No, I'm just kidding. On <laughs> <laughs> blast no, here. No, you guys knew that this was coming because of our work with you. And so we're out here in San Antonio, Texas, where the Tundra is built. And we're overlooking a beautiful, I don't know, water basin lake. What I don't know what this a is. Damn. But is it a dam? There's a, There's dam, a dam on that there, side. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's pretty. And uh, we're you're testing it out, right? You've got yeah. to take this thing all over the place. So what do you guys think? It is so much nicer inside and out. So especially inside, right? So, and of course, as we record, we're enjoying those sweet, cooled seats in the Texas sun. Yep. There's so much technology here. This 14-inch display mm -hmm. is incredible. I like, look, I keep playing with it. I keep playing with it. I'm going to go home and be like, I miss it. I want, I want my 14-inch screen. It is so nice. It's so smooth. The yeah. graphics are excellent. Of course, you've got like things like Google Maps. You've got that wireless CarPlay. Have you seen how big the wireless CarPlay screen is? No. I've never seen CarPlay look that big and that clear. It looks like a laptop. It looks like an iPad. <laughs> it is huge. It does. And when I interviewed Greg from Connect, uh, Connected Technologies, he said that to show it to people, you have to first demo it on yeah. an iPad and then basically bring it over, right? Which was interesting to me. But it's big. It's yes. the, yeah, the, dis the display is big. Um, and also with that, I think the display is probably one of the biggest things, right? You have a truck. It's going to haul, does a lot of cool things. Absolutely. And the fact that this is upgradable, right? Like that's something that is incredibly impressive because think about it, right? All of the devices in our lives are constantly getting updates and, you know, more features, et cetera, et cetera. And the fact that now your truck can get new features down the line, I mean, it already has a bunch of cool stuff. The fact that this is sort of like the basis for where things are starting, you know, the very first model, you can only imagine where it's going to go from here. I'm, I'm ready for this to be on everything. And it's and it's kind of crazy because, you know, a lot of people will live their lives inside of Apple CarPlay or Android Auto, but for the rest of those that don't want to, this is a heavy step up from Entune, and I went through three generations of Entune and, you know, it was usable but this is a really big leap. I'm really excited to see this in more vehicles. Too. Yeah. And not only for the 2022 Tundra, it's going to be in the 2022 Lexus NX yep. 2, which I think is very interesting. And uh, they haven't said what models are coming out next with it, but this is going to be a game changer for future models. I'm Absolutely. Excited. There's also a ton of other tech in the truck. So we took a TRD Pro Tundra off-road. Yeah. You've got between like the hill descent, you have all the different drive modes, the fact that it's a hybrid, so you have the best of both worlds. Yep. I mean, we were going over crazy obstacles and the truck was just like, no, this is fine. This is all you got. You, <laughs> you want to go farther? You can go more. You can do more. Yeah. I think some people will be concerned that the TRD Pro only comes in a hybrid. <laughs> what do you say to that? No, like the thing is, is that it's a good amount of power already. It, it, I don't think I'm missing it. Like things like the V8 sounds. Right. Like I feel like the way that the V6 is right now, it sounds really mean and throwy. It almost kind of reminds me of those V8 notes if, if we're just going by sound. But there's power there. There's some there's serious power. More power than the V8, right? Especially mm -hmm. when you go to that sort of hybrid system. You have not only the silent operation, you just want to like creep up. Like it was very weird. The first time I got in the TRD Pro, I had to like pull it forward before we pulled onto the trail. And it was dead silent. I was like, 
well, this is this is a very strange experience. Yeah. But you also, when you need the power, you're towing or you're just you know, getting up to highway speeds. Yep. You've got plenty to motivate this very, very luxurious truck. And with that 10-speed automatic transmission yeah. as well, it's super smooth. Like, Toyota V8s have always been smooth. The V6 feels just as smooth, if not even smoother, right? With that 10-speed. Mm-hmm. It is nice through all those shifts. Yeah, I think we've seen that in social media. That's a concern for people. No, not my V8. Toyota <laughs> V8. Like, come back, you know. Fine, twin turbo V6. Look, as like, an American, I will miss some V8s. But honestly, <laughs> yeah. though, the V6 with fuel economy, you know, how efficient it is. Like, I think that this is a really good decision. And I think the fact that they're pushing the limits on it, even better. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting in a platinum right now. This has different like accoutrement than yes. other uh, uh, grades that we've been in. Look. And I'm the stitching is really nice. Did the TRD Pro? I haven't sat. You guys, I haven't sat in the TRD Pro Ooh. yet. I've seen only the outside. So the ours had a red interior, which was yeah. very mm-hmm. nice. I will say that the platinum has a lot of stuff. I mean, can you're in the back seat. You've yeah. got sunshades. You've got like cooled s- seats. Yeah, no, so I have cooled seats back here. All of the USB ports and power that I could ever want. Vents, obviously. I have a window shade because it's really sunny over here where I'm at, especially on my side of the car. Yeah, I really put you guys in the sun. Well, you, yeah. Austin, you I drove it, in so. The sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you put yourself like, in the sun. Everything's like padded and super solid feeling and rugged too at the same time. Like this is this is a nice place to be. Mm-hmm. Lots of leg room too. Oh, I have yeah. to say, as a taller person, this vehicle yeah. has a lot of leg room. As a shorter room. person, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> my legs have a lot of leg room either way. <laughs> I think something that I learned today that was interesting is, you know, usually you see the five and a half foot, you know, bed or six and a half foot. And that's pretty standard. But like there's an 8.1 foot bed. Like Ooh. that's wild. You could really pack some stuff in there. And we took that this morning when we were driving up here to yeah. the course. And it's a lot because you still have, you know, completely usable back seats and all of the bed space. Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, there's some cool features. Like, you know, not only do you have the little button where you can drop the tailgate, but also you have power back there. There's a lot of stuff that has been built into this truck. And it's just like, to me, I don't naturally think about trucks and technology in the same sentence. But with this Tundra, there is so much to it. Everywhere I look, there's things like, oh, you want to back up your trailer? I ah, don't worry. Truck's got you. Don't worry about it. Look, there's so much stuff in here. And it's just, to me, it's just really kind of eye-opening at how far things have really come this generation. Absolutely. So talk about that a little bit, because part of this event, there was a uh, station, I'll call it, where you could back up. Was It was like a mini Airstream, basically. Mm-hmm. And talk about the feature that the truck does it for you. Yeah. So you have to go through a little bit of a calibration process at the first time. Basically, just you can set up, I believe, to 10 different trailers for your truck. So once you get it in there and it kind of knows what the size of the trailer is and how many axles and whatnot, then once you put it in the mode, you can essentially just let your hands off the wheel and it will, truck will figure out how to back it up straight, which is a really weird feeling is you just start backing up and the wheel's just spinning and it's just taking care of it. Like it can figure out exactly where the trailer is and whatever direction you've got the trailer, you start backing up, the truck handles it for you. Obviously, you can manually override it if you want to actually, you know, turn it left or right. But if you're trying to back a trailer, especially if you're on a little bit of an odd angle, the truck's got it. Like it was completely seamless. And to me, that's, it's very weird to just be like, okay, yeah, yeah, we're just going to do this now. And the truck's just like spinning the wheel left and right. And just like, it's not phased. It's very very cool, but also it's not something I've ever experienced before. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where, you know, the truck is already really big, right? And as someone that drives small cars, I actually didn't feel intimidated driving this at all, especially with the trailer experience as well. It's one of those things where the car inspires a lot of confidence in driving it. You know, it 
shows you every angle of it. If you say are parking in a small parking lot, the cameras, the cameras, the 360 cameras help you navigate all of that so that you don't hit any walls or obstacles or anything like that. It is really, really helpful. It, again, inspires confidence. Especially off-road. When we took the TRD Pro off-road, there were a lot of points when we were on the trail where I couldn't see above the the hut, right? I mean, I was just like, we were going up a hill. I had no idea where we were going. I'm just looking at the the cameras, which were automatically on so I can see front left, front right, as well as directly in front of me. I was driving at some points using the camera as a spotter. And it was great because it's like, you know, I mean, with any vehicle, if you're going on some really, you know, huge trails and stuff, sometimes you can't see, but especially in a large pickup truck, I mean, it's just, it's difficult to kind of look, right. especially if you don't have a spotter. Which is where the blessing of the 14-inch monitor yes. comes in, because all of those cameras are only as good as the screen that you're looking them through, right? Like, there's a lot of screen there, so there's you're not going to miss anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you go off-roading with your Forerunner a lot, right? Yes. You, that's an activity you enjoy. Yes, and I wish I had a front camera, right? Because I know <laughs> the Tacoma has had the front camera for a little bit. Yep. I would love that on the Forerunner because the same thing. Like sometimes I'm going through a trail. I'm like, am I going to clear this? I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. The amount of times that I've been with Austin <laughs> off-roading, he's like, ah, let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, uh, we'll figure no, it out. Yeah. I mean, especially with something like this. I mean, and the cool thing is you also have a bunch of new tech that I don't think has ever been on the Tundra before. Things like, you know, you've got your locking rear diff. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of the different modes and whatnot. And, you know, as someone who has spent a lot of time in the Forerunner, it's really nice to have all of that, but also have all the additional technology that's been brought along with it. But I was surprised with some of the trails. Like, we took the TRD Pro, but we were following one of the trucks with just the SR5 uh, package with the, with the four-wheel drive. And even that was surprisingly capable. Like, we ended up some really gnarly stuff. And it was just like, it's fine. Especially yeah. when you put in the crawl mode, the truck literally just goes, do, 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 do. You're just, you're just chilling. You're not touching the gas. You're not touching the brake. You're, you're using the little dial to yeah. dial exactly how fast you want to go. Easy. That's incredible. Yeah. It basically, like, there's so much that this truck will do for you. Of course, you can do everything yourself. Yeah. But there's so many assists between off-road, between, of course, on-road with safety sense. You've also got the towing modes. You've got the trailer. You've got the cameras. Like, if you want, like, there's a lot of assistance the truck will give you. But also, you can do as much of it as you want. It's really easy to go back and forth. Like, oh, you know what? I shift the trailer straight. I'm just going to hit the button. Oh, cool. The truck's got it. You know, or I'm going over this hill. Oh, can I make that? I'll just take a look at the camera. Yeah, no problem. Or, oh, I'm going a little bit too fast over this boulder. Oh, just hit the button and it'll slow me down and handle it for you. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I really appreciate. It's not like, oh, everything is just being handled for you and it's just, you know, you're just a passenger. You're still actively driving. But there's so much assistance to make it so much easier. And that sort of level of assistance. Give you that confidence. Exactly. 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 So, Ken, um, Mm. Supra to driving a Tundra. How's that? Ooh. (laughs) From driving one of the smallest cars in Toyota's lineup to driving one of the biggest cars in Toyota's lineup um, is a very interesting experience. I think that I was expecting to feel a little more intimidated Mm -hmm. with how big this vehicle is. But we drove it around a little bit here and parked in a parking spot. And I didn't feel like I was alienated at all. I felt Mm -hmm. like it. Not that it felt like a small car, but again, with things like the cameras everywhere, I can basically get a sense of how big this car is without having to do much guesswork. It gives me all the information I need to just feel confident in driving in. So I think that's a huge, that plays a huge role into me liking this truck is that there's just enough there, as Austin was saying, enough assistance there to help me drive this like a normal car. I think there are a lot of people that would like to haul things and might be intimidated by the fact that a truck is huge. So even with, you know, because some of these grades of vehicles 
are going to come with, if you want to get it, a dealer installed three inch lift. Oh, yeah. Then you get a little bit bigger. It already already feels big. You know, in Texas, everybody has at least a three inch lift (laughs) and leveling kit already, you know. So I always feel good in my Land Cruiser because I feel like I'm at height with everybody. But that might bring some intimidation to people, I feel like. Well, especially when you think about the capability of a larger truck like this, the lift is actually very helpful when you are taking some of the really gnarly stuff, right? It kind of just lifts everything up, makes sure you're not going to, you know, test the skid plates on the TRD Pro model. You would never want to test those intentionally. (laughs) The extra three inches is nice. But like realistically, there's so much that these trucks can do without anything, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, the lift is nice. Of course, the TRD Pro is nice. But like we said, the sort of the regular SR5 trucks, some of those, like, as long as they had four-wheel drive, they were surprisingly capable, even without all, like, the gnarly tires and stuff. So it's like, when you have this level of technology and you've got, like, the new rear suspension and whatnot, there's a lot that you can do with these things. Also, I gotta say, something that we didn't talk about yet, I love the look of this thing. Oh, yeah. The look is really good. I mean, I'm a huge sucker for, like, sequential LED turn signals. Yeah. They just look great. And in the back, too, you have the, the chasing LED taillights. Oh my God. Like, I love the look of this thing so much. It's like nice and boxy. It's like mean looking. It is aggressive, Uh, I have to say, when you see it and you're just like, wow. You know, but it is, it has the Toyota DNA in it when you look at it. You're like, oh, that's a Toyota, you know, but it is aggressive. It's one of those things where I've saw, I've seen like the photos and the videos and stuff. You do kind of need to see it in person to really kind of properly judge it, especially when you look at some of the lines and if you look at some of the TRD Pro with like that heritage grill and stuff. To me, it looks really nice in person. Mm -hmm. First all the photos, I'm like, okay, this looks cool, but I want to kind of see it. But it's definitely one of those things where when you see it in person, it definitely has a very different kind of sort of uh, gravitas. Totally. As the kids say. And then bringing it back to how we started this conversation, the screen. I mean, honestly, that brings the whole interior together, I think. Absolutely. I want this on everything. The software, the screen. I know uh, there's still the same software on the 8-inch display Mm -hmm. as well. But, I mean, the 14 is is huge, but it fits really well. Like it definitely makes sense because you still have all your physical controls for like your climate control and everything like that. But all of the stuff that you're so used to doing on your phone or, you know, on something like CarPlay, you can really do it inside the actual software, which is great. You don't have to deal with anything. You hop in the truck. And one of the other things I like about it is the fact that you will, it will remember you as a driver, even if you're going between different Toyota models, right? So if I have, you know, a truck here and a car here or whatever, I jump in. It goes, oh, hey, Austin, I'm going to remember your seat. I'm going to remember your, your radio yeah. station, whatever. Very cool. And who knows what's going to come in software updates. But the fact that it is updatable, very cool. Totally. I was laughing so hard when we first got in the car to drive out to the spot where we're doing all this stuff because immediately I I got the pleasure of just watching you guys work, you know, for behind the scenes because <laughs> I got to sit in the back seat and just watch you. I mean, like, you're Ken, you're fumbling in with all the screens <laughs> and the mirror. What does this do? And I was like, oh, God, are we going to go into reverse at some point? Like, what is happening? Look, There's too I, many buttons being pushed. I, I did not even consider that work. Again, mm. I went through three generations of Entune. True. And this is just a lot of pent up like, oh my God, did they change this? <laughs> oh, oh my God, did they oh. change this? And it was mostly yes. And I love it so much. Like it was just fun really tinkering because you actually can customize it pretty much any way you want. Yeah. yeah. And then seeing too stuff that I didn't even know, you know, was going to happen. Like the uh, rear view mirror, you can see the traffic behind you. Like that's incredible. Yeah, there's, cool. a, there's a little camera that's above your rear window. And essentially, if you flip the mirror forward, you actually get a live view of that. So even if you have like people in the back or something that's sort of obstructing your view. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So cool. 
And you all were just pushing all the buttons, like, let's let's figure this out. We have a few hours in the brand new 2022 Tundra. You think we're not going to press every button and try every quirk and feature we can get our hands on? I think Austin is tired of me talking about the screen leading up to this event. Like, I I was, every day I'm like, I got to try the screen. I got to try the screen. I got to try the screen. (laughs) And now that you've tried it? I love it. I love it. So you're taking it home with you? Well, I I don't know if they'll let me, but I want to. Listen. I I know a guy that maybe we could get you a Tundra to match your super. Ooh, here's <laughs> going on sale soon, Ken. Yeah. Oh, don't don't tempt me. It's okay. You can tow the Supra. Are you gonna give me a race? <laughs> uh, no Tundra for Ken this <laughs> year. We're just gonna pass on that one. <laughs> you shot your shot though. I did. I did Next I did. generation. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> See you in 2034. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> awesome. That's NDA. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining the Toyota Untold podcast. I appreciate you guys, one, coming here and two, uh, testing this out for everybody. So everybody, make sure you go follow Austin on all of his social channels and he's going to have some really cool content for you. Austin's tech tips on TikTok. Perfect. Thanks for the shout out. (laughs) On every other platform, I think, right? (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. Thank you very much. And uh, you will never have to twist my arm to come play with some shiny new toys like this, my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, guys. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guests and our hosts and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of Toyota. Please note that Toyota is not responsible for any errors or the accuracy or timeliness of the content provided. Used with permission, all rights reserved worldwide. Modifying your vehicle with non-genuine Toyota parts can negatively affect your warranty, safety performance, and street legality. The Toyota Tundra is designed to meet most off-road driving requirements, but off-roading is inherently dangerous and may result in vehicle damage. Toyota encourages responsible operation to help protect you, your vehicle, and the environment. Seatbelts should be worn at all times. Do not allow passengers to ride in the cargo area. Tundra assembled in Texas and U.S. with globally sourced parts. (laughs) 